Last minute of the uh, shir last night, we were discussing uh, the article that was written on the person who was doing uh, Ganevas with the stalkers. I just want to reiterate my point because it was a very sensitive issue and it uh, can be misquoted. Uh, the person who is collecting for things that need not be collected for uh, should not be given money, and it's a shayla of uh, Geneva, and um, it's a problem, and there's nothing wrong with speaking out to warn people. That was the purpose of the article. The balance I was trying to strike, which the article also tried to strike, was the fact that you don't want to create an impression in people's minds that every other guy who's coming is a charlatan who's trying to uh, make up stories. You can have many people who really need money who are exaggerating or possibly even making up a story, but they really need the money. They're just embarrassed to say it's for this, and they say it's for that. I'm not discussing now whether that's right or wrong. So it's good to stick to the uh, truth, but Lamaiso can't judge the people in the matzah of Leilenu. And uh, the main point practically is if you plan on seeing many people and you're giving five, ten, fifteen dollars, whatever is a, considered a small amount for you, it doesn't pay to grill them with questions and hold them up and spend your time and his time and put them through the discomfort and then give them a small donation anyway. You might as well just decide what you want to give and go with the rave and rave people really need the money. And they're always going to have some kind of man as old as the Gemara. And the Gemara says it's a limas chusin shamayim, a nachsev teile that maybe it'll be a little bit more makel in the din that we didn't give as much as we should because of the ramayim, but that's a limas chus. That's not really an excuse. Uh, and again, the, the reason the article is written, that the people who were involved were real people, and I know some of them, you know some of them, and they were very upset, rightfully so. Nobody likes to be taken for a ride. Uh, the doctor, his doctor's, point was that uh, the fellow obviously has issues and it wasn't right what he did, but uh, he's not uh, the world's biggest rusher on the fact that uh, it wasn't Yesh Mayai and he says he did, unfortunately does, unfortunately have a sickness, uh, not life-threatening and the family issue was made up and you never really know the whole story, so in this case would be you don't have to give money but you could still uh, pity the person in such a month of that would be the that would be the pshar over here. Okay, there are uh, two other points I want to get to before the next ma'amakim, which we're actually going to hand out. Uh, one more ma'amakim on the currency. I will try to actually copy this and bring it to the Shabbos here because, ironically, we're we're holding in the sugi with the currency in the Shabbos afternoon shear with the, uh, the price indexing and the uh, other issues, and we got to here with the inflation. Uh, the Yisrael working on the last few nights over here was that the currency doesn't go up and down, and yet Omeisha has a Kiddush when it comes to Meiser, at least by residential homes, I'm not sure what he would say about commercial real estate and other investments, that you go by the actual benefit and Anon, if the Anon isn't there uh, after the inflation, or it's only there 60%, 70%, you can factor that in. Omeisha does limit that factoring, but uh, he says he limits it because he thinks that the inflation charts for other items like houses and things going up aren't just inflation there, the fact that they went up for other reasons, which I think now you can get good charts which take all that out and just give you the pure inflation. So then Ramesha would be okay with using other items as well. Why is it a chiddish? Why is he allow, he's allowing us to, to Believe it or not, yeah, it's a... Because he first half of the tshuva, he spends no saying... No, that, that's for sure. So this is, but inflation is a cost of living It's not a cost of... It's... The house, I'm... 
putting on paper that I bought it for 100,000 and sold it for a million, I made 900,000. So, well, the 100,000 you bought it for in 1970 was in today's dollars uh, 400. So you didn't make $900,000, you made $500,000. That's the argument. And what I put out the last couple of nights was uh, the question, does everybody agree with Ramesha? I'm not sure. There aren't many chuvas. Like the steam is shine them, it sounds like they don't factor it in. But at least Ramesha certainly says his opinion. And would Ramesha say it about uh, CD? That's long-term. Doesn't mean such long-term. The inflation now is 2%. So for two years, you separate, you subtract 4%. There's no other chuva on it. Just fine. One chuva from 1970, uh, 71. And by the way, all those years in the late 70s, they were making 18% on bonds. They didn't have to pay so much nicer because of inflation. inflation of course, that's why they're paying 18%. It always goes hand in hand. And when interest rates are low, inflation is lower. That, that's a, so, that's what the kid is. So, Ramesh has one chuva about residentials. Not because that's what the guy happened to ask. Nobody asked about CDs and bonds and commercial real estate. So, Libby, Emily, this Machlekes, I don't think I'm sure of mind if we're not from the Shaila, but if, if uh, the Maises do Abonon, as I mentioned last night, it, it's not that Lamaisa for people because if they need the money to buy the next house and they can't afford it, so they'll just mark it down and try to pay what they can. But, now, when I say cost of living, no, no, but. No, but they, 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 when I say cost of living, not a deduction, that's when you, you make $100,000 a year and it costs you to pay your bills and your groceries and all the other things you're buying, 100000 So do you have no miser bill? Well, I think that's not the great example because then he Taka can't afford it. He's not high miser. Others say you're high miser, just to write it down for later. Miser is not high at all. His, his uh, cost uh, is 90000 and he has $10,000 left over. The example you asked about last night. So he's five ten thousand dollars $10,000 a miser and he has $10,000 for Hashem. So you should pay it. We don't say, um, well, I only made $10,000 because my salary is 100 and it cost me 90 to live. We don't say that. Even though there are, we shine them, uh, the base of hell, there are, there are rias that you do say that. That's not the minute. That's what I meant. Uh, cost of living, inflation is that things went up, but that's on a yearly basis. This is what it costs to live now, but that's the salary I made this year. So that's that shava shava. Here, we're looking back. I'm getting now. Money, access to money is my 10-year CD that just got unlocked. And I put in $100,000 at 10% in 1972. And I made $100,000 on it over 10 years. And then I said, okay, I managed that dollars. And I lost $40,000 on my principal. So did I make $100,000 or $60,000? That's, that's the shot. You lost because? Because it's not worth that. I had to wait 10 years. It was locked. It was a 10-year CD and closed deposit. Right? So it was locked. And I have access to it. And now I have access to it. Do I have $20,000 now? No, I have... 100000 that I made, and I can even do the division over there and factor that in what I made. Over. And then the original principal is worth less, so I don't think people are using that cooler. That, that, that's the Shiloh, and I'm sure it has another chuva. And the other ones, you can say, well, based on the Svar over here, of course it applies over here. Okay. But I, I mentioned the Svar last night. Lechalik, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe not. Um, anyway, the interesting, uh, I'm sure I would say last my welcome, last my welcome for now on the currency fluctuation is. Um, Something I was just thinking about tonight, actually, when I was going over the thesis that uh, Shui and Aryeh were uh, learning. Uh, Kedushin on Beis of Aleph quotes the Gemara on Yud Beis. It says, Beferish, the Isser goes up and down. Did you see that? It says, Beferish. The Gemara says, not Taisus, it's called the Gemara. The Gemara says, the Isser goes up and down. Yurka Vazulu. Right. Well, what does that mean? Yurka Vazulu. Beferish, the Gemara. It's funny, the Gemara doesn't ask the Shailah. The Taisus doesn't ask it. The Chaznisha asks it. 
like, <laughs> you learn the sugya. Chaznish is asking. Why did anybody ask him for the chaznish? Well, like any other kasha and achor, like the Yerushalayim assumed the answer was Pasha. Well, Chaznish wasn't sure what the answer was. He gave three tevutzim. But it's like glaring. It, it talked to the Gemara and Kedushim and Yud Beis talks about an iser when they currency going up and down. But what do you mean going up and down? We just keep hocking away that the currencies don't go up and down. So the Chaznish suggests that maybe it does mean the currency went up and down. It means they added to the weight of the metal and they subtracted from the weight of the metal. Interesting, then you have no kasha. I'm going to have a good answer. Doesn't mean the currency is devaluating or inflating. Um, just means they're adding metal. Okay, that's not a kasha on the Gemara and Perikazov. That's one possibility. And then he says, because the Tewutzim is not sure which one it is, and, and again, the Gemara doesn't ask the kasha, and the Tais doesn't ask the kasha. And I'm sure there are no Bishami as the kasha, or else the Chazanich would have quoted them. Uh, then he suggests, and this is very no gear. we discussed in this on Shabbos, a few of you kept asking, Tamir was asking, uh, can you have two currencies in a country? We're talking about Zimbabwe, remember? Can you have two currencies? Now, again, we're not sure what the makar of this din is. I'll, um, if I find it in 20 years, I will let you know. Somebody has the answer to this, but I, I, I've learned Perikazov a number of times, I haven't found it yet, doesn't mean it's not there. But I don't, there's no Pusik they quote, I don't think it's a dindera bonon. It seems to be a dindera right, because it's undoing ribbis. But it's not clear what the makar is that money, this gazayr sakasa, so to speak, the money doesn't go up and down. Where does it come from? It's a very important yisai, but where does it come from? So we would know the answer if you can have two currencies, if we would know what the lumdus was. But uh, the problem is understanding the lumdus. Uh, I bumped it to uh, a friend of mine, a Chacham here, Mansi. Uh, uh, by one of the Kailim, and he came over to me and he told me he's learning Perikazav and Ezeneshach. I said, oh, really? I said, maybe you can uh, tell me what your take is on the, uh, on the reason why money doesn't go up and down. So he said, it doesn't go up and down. That's just the way it is. He's been learning, but he, I think he's writing a safer on it. Uh, <laughs> I said, okay, I, that, that's about as far as I got also. Um, but I'm not, uh, and I said, don't tell me it's because otherwise you have an Eshach problem, because that's 20 circular reasoning. That's, you can't, can't say we have a Yisoyed, now we answer the Kasha. Uh, the Yisoyed wasn't because of the Kasha, the Anyway, Chaznish, his first tarot was, it doesn't go up and down, there's adding weight or subtracting weight. His second tarot is, is that the Isser is, is it, I don't know, if, when you learned it, what you're assuming is a silver or copper. This is fascinating. So it doesn't say either way. Chazni says that it's probably copper. And the real matbeah, which is currency, is silver. So if it's nechayshis, remember, everything, the Gemara in Pegazov, the Mishnah, talks about apples and currency, but then it talks about gold and silver. Which one's the currency? Which one's the commodity? Why can't they both be currencies? The Gemara seems to be assuming. That's my first, when we first discussed this Shabbos, it was my first reaction. That's still my reaction is you can't have two. Because the Mishnah keeps telling you, no, no, even though you have gold and silver circulating, one's got to be currency, one's got to be uh, commodity. So Chazni says, if we just say the Isra was made out of copper, it wasn't the real silver. The real Matbe is silver. Kesef, that's a whole debate also. Is Kesef silver or is Kesef just the name of money because it was usually silver? That's part of this whole tumult. So he says, it was nechayshes, so it's payrus, it's commodity, and therefore, of course, it goes up and down. Commodities go up and down. The, the problem is, they were spending, this was a coin, they were spending it. So they're spending a coin, that's a commodity? So I, 
the answer is, yeah, the Mishnah said that they had gold and they had silver and they were, they were using both in transaction. Question is for a Kenyan Kesef Daraisa, what is Kesef? So Chazni says the Kesef was the silver. Again, that doesn't mean that said the Kesef could only be silver, but he's, it could be assuming the government said the only Kesef is the silver and everything else is commodity. That's the second tire. So the Yisr can go up and down because it's not, it's not silver. He says, I'll, show, I'll make a copy. Maybe we'll go through it on Shabbos. I think it's the third tire. It's that maybe the putas went up and down. Putas was certainly nechashish, certainly copper. And even if you say this is silver, because the Rashi is the Yisr was silver, so then maybe the putas went up and down and just that caused the Yisr to look like it was fluctuating. It's really the putas going up and down. Those are his three teirutsim. The point back then was commodity that they were giving out. Well, the Mishnah alludes to that because the Mishnah says when you have kesem and zav, which one's the commodity, which one's the currency? Prob- that, that's what we have to say. Yeah, okay. the problem is, what if they minted? The assessor was minted, I'm know, sure. So it was minted, we have, we have pennies that are copper, we have silver. I gave you a piece of commodity, whatever the commodity was, and, and now it fluctuates a bit more. Yes, the Kiddush is that even though it's minted, and it's by the government, and it's not even two currencies, not Zimbabwe using the, the uh, South African rand and the U.S. dollar. It's the same go- Roman government issuing two coins, and the Chazni says one's Kesef and one's Paris. That's the pellet. No, so I'm, that's what I says in the Truva. Since the bill was being accepted as money and the government decreed as such, that becomes Kesev. It's just, so then that should be the case with the minted So that's what I would have assumed, but the Chazanish is using that in the second terrace. The first terrace is trying to avoid that. But the it's second just terrace. Gold. gold is Peros compared to silver. Yeah, but the Shaili is. Uh, they were coins. You have to look back over there. Is that, was, that, was, that, was it only minted? Was it not minted? I'm just to show you how complicated this is. The Shaili wasn't asked to the Chazanish, to the Chazanish's knowledge. It's like a basic, like you can be in eighth grade <laughs> learning just the basis. This is a Dafyud Bays, and, and it happens to be that when I was living with Aryeh, I, I told him this Tayra months ago, and I told him the whole monetary system and everything, and, I, and reading this, and I, when we saw the Gemara, it said it went up and down. I said, by the way, it doesn't really go up and down. He said, it says it goes up and down. I said, yeah, they talk about it. <laughs> it's, it's complicated. We're trying to get, figure out a push shot in the Gemara. And the Chazish is three Tayruts and what the, what the shot is. So, Anyway, well, Mr. Chum, I'll bring a copy of the Chaznish. Maybe we'll see it inside. Uh, for those of you who are not so financially inclined, you can tune back in. We'll go to the next Mar Mokham now. Yeah. I think, I think the steamest halashan, all the Chaznish, he has a lot about coins, is he doesn't hold like a motion. He holds that inflation does not go in. Again, I can't prove it. He doesn't talk about it either way. But I just, it, it, it tells me that the, the, the people who are discussing uh, monetary systems, they don't, and they, and they keep hammering away that it doesn't go up and down. Uh, you know, I, I, the Chaznish certainly doesn't have Tshuva, it's not a right. He's not Tshuva, he's a shikwa from the Chaznish, but it sounds like he holds it's absolute. It doesn't say there's enough community for my, so I can't prove it from that. There, there was a fairly recent economic book, I didn't read it, but I heard enough about right. where they discuss the sort of um, dilution of value of money by governments for centuries. Not just paper money. Right. It's been r- routinely done by Roman government. Dilution, they're putting in foreign they're putting, metals. They're, they're putting, putting in alloys. Right. They're putting more, more copper right. in, in right. the silver coins, right. and, and as a result, the coins kept depreciating in value. Okay. And this was routine throughout. It was, and they were cheating. They had no well, choice. They, they wanted to. Well, when uh, they had to pay for wars and they didn't have enough silver, right. they, would, they would do they this would, routinely. Right. Napoleon did it. Everybody right. did it. Right. Right. So right. Also, the issue of the Kabbalah issue of Cuba is that now you have a big 
Correct. Correct. The second tariff is the Chiddush Nifla. We were clearing whether you can have a government running two concurrent currencies in within a country. He's talking about the government minted coin from the same government of different denominations. Right, so if someone borrows a quarter and you give a quarter back in that... I don't know. Unless, yeah, which is hard to believe. Unless we're missing information. Unless the Isser... I have to do some research. It could be... I don't know what was circulating in Tisrael. There are a lot of foreign government to occupy. I don't know. They have Isseri talking, like the Romans coins. I don't know which... Uh, I have to look because this is Italian Shalyavim. So is that, uh, was that, that means Rome. Was there another coin? Why use that interesting terminology? So you have to research which coins were in circulation and who was in control at any time in Eitz Israel. Who was the government? Yeah, okay. You have, you have to see, Eitz it's complicated because the Rome's the second bias. Who, who was the government? It depends who you ask. Agrippas? Was it the Romans? Was it, there, were, there were Roman coins floating around. And then Barclay only took over. We have the coins. Bakhfa took over for two and a half years. He minted coins. First thing he did, he minted coins. It's a Bakhfa Melok or something back, a picture of the base of Mintish, which either he built started building or was about to build or whatever, but that really was minting. He said, How many uh, you gotta first figure out who the government is? Isn't there focus like, on what in the value is there talking is also the Yeah. So Tyson says, no, this is a Shiloh whether or not it's eight proot or six proot, that's what that's what Tyson is talking about. But um, anyway, it's a real it's a real sugar, just that it just goes to show you that uh, you gotta continue exploring each sugya because you would think that everything is vetted already. The Chaznish is, is discussing something which the Gemara assumes is double push it, but uh, nobody really spells it out until the Chaznish. At least the Chaznish didn't see it. So, um, okay. Next sensitive topic. You gave out the sheets? Um, Ramesha has a couple of chuvas which I promise I would show you. We spoke it out early on. Uh, we'll try to speak a little bit, Barem, as these uh, Shiram go on the radio also. Uh, I'm a little hesitant to even read this, Mamba Kamasab, but it's important because there are still people who don't really understand the hierarchies of Stucker and don't understand that there are certain places, not only is it not uh, up there in the top five, it's usher to give. And that's surprising to a lot of people. And obviously, B'nai Teira can understand that the Chavaz Chaim says this is a supremacy of, of giving to Teira and giving to Kli Kedish and the, and the rise of the Afim Sukkim and the whole Avaz Chesed that we did. And then there are people who give to other things which are relying on the Shach and the Taz, Malka Mitzvah, okay. And then there are people giving to things that don't even make the grade for that. And sometimes it's Parv and sometimes it's downright Osir. I'll show you two clips uh, from our Moshe's one short tshuva and one part from a longer tshuva where he drives home this point, um, uh, over here I'm probably preaching to the converted, but it's not gay to friends you have, and the company, and the, a lot of corporations have matching grants, and it gets complicated, you want to get some money from ISIS, or things like that, and um, you also want to encourage your coworkers, who are in New York, are often very Jewish, and often very, not very yet from, and uh, they're giving to um, some famous Jewish organizations, which Ramesha holds is often also. Uh, so it's important to know these ideas inside, and we'll see why. You're not allowed to support Avyavera, even if they are well-intended, and even if they're Atenish and Ishba, but they're doing actions uh, with the money spent in the organization that are, that are either parv or Osir. If they're parv, you can't use my money for it, and if it's Osir, you can't use any money for it, which is going to be the, the problem. So let's see, go to page two. Let's start with page two. Um, page one, Rasha talks about uh, a certain honoree, but uh, page two is uh, for what we need more Nogea. Simon Samach Aleph. 
the Mashiach Leo's member of a Meisah Shem Shabbos. He says, "Not even get the Meisah yet." That's going to discuss too. He says, "Can you even pay membership?" And the Meisah is Mechal Shabbos, and you're giving toward the Meisah. Even though they do sometimes good things, he's not being a Chal Shabbos. This is a big problem because in many cities, the Y is open on Shabbos. Now, the wives is the function of the Federation, and no one's saying they don't do any good things. The problem is, if they're supporting a Meisad that is operating on Shabbos, Ramesha says, that's already a problem. Forget the fact that there might be monies going. You have no, Ramesha's going to reiterate that in the next uh, tshuva. You need a Gabit Staka who's from, who follows Allah, who has list, to be able to know how to divide the money up. And if not, you can't give the money over there. You know where the money's going. And sometimes, unfortunately, you know before the money's going for Averis or propping up a Meisad that's Machal Shabbos, serving Typhus, and who knows what. So, it's interesting, Ramesha, we didn't get the stucky yet. Ramesha said, becoming a member. Why becoming a member? You want to go swimming? I don't know. Why become a member? Rackable? So, Ramesha has a problem with the membership goes to help other activities. If including that, it's Chil Shabbos. That's a problem. Yes? Okay, so then if you have no choice, then you got to pay, because if, you, if they don't let you use the mikvah unless you pay membership, then... Then you have no choice. But that's, I, you'll tell me afterwards what's that. Never heard of the thing. What? Maybe they got a lot of the, uh, not yet from people to get the, in the source of building the mikvah, so they had to make a deal. Okay. Ramesha is willing to make deals because he says if it's a net gain for things that are really stuckers, then you can. Stucker wise, not the Chil Shabbos wise, he says the problem is you're supporting Chil Shabbos, but he would say the same thing if it's a net gain, then it's still a support Chil Shabbos. But Lifneiver, we discussed is Lifneiver and Messiah. Lifneiver is the race of Treyav If he can't do it without you, Messiah is when he can do it without you. Without your membership, it's still going to be up on a Shabbos and still going to build a swimming pool. So it's a worse Messiah. So maybe Messiah, if you need the mikvah or some other thing, then, then there's more room to discuss with the Dagam of Lava. Messiah for a mummer is okay. Even, even a Tishnishpa, but a more person doing their error all the time, then there's more to discuss, which is probably the case by most of these uh, wives that are already built and functioning, and they're not waiting for your membership to run on Shabbos. But you still have to know, it's a problem if you don't have to do it, if there's no pressure to do it. It's the only place to exercise, and Malcolm Hefzid, you need it for all. It's a different story. But, yeah. I think the actual money of the membership to the full Shabbos. Because they're supported by membership dues and donations and other things, and you're they're going toward the effort. You can't have a part. You can't be part of that effort. Okay, Moshe Grada has a tshuva. Right, right. Moshe has. Because membership is always a prime source of income. Maybe nowadays it's changed, and the main source is from a couple of big donors, and then the membership is just a token thing because you can't give it for free. In which case, you're right. Yeah, so again, there's still Messiahs when you're helping the upkeep of something, but if it's not Lifneiver, if it be done anyway, then it's Messiah, the day of Averis, and it's Durabon, there's more room to be made when there's a need. But first you have to know there's a problem, and then you have to discuss the need. Yeah. Okay, but it's not talking about just Dalma Fireman Association. No, no, Gaim Avachiyatim Yeah, no, it's only the Eden. Yeah, Gaisha Shabbos Chaim. That's yeah, that's 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 fine. 
And we do give a little bit here to the firemen, to the Girl Scouts, you know, finds the Akam and the Yisrael, and the Shalom. That's, uh, that's actually a mitzvah. Uh, to be part of such a mitzvah that's mechal shas fehesia, fehesia bechabura is like a day off. This everybody's going there, driving there, and that's a problem to be a member of such a place. They have a list of the members, and now you're a list of the membership of a mitzvah that's mechal shabbos. We've been in America so long. That's a uh, shayla. That's a big shayla. The bond is an investment vehicle. Shayla is, are they funding, uh, are they building soccer stadiums in Yishalayim with that money, or is it going to defense? Uh, the, most of us does go to defense. But yeah, that's a um, that's, uh, it's a shayla. It's, uh, well, the UGA, yeah, well, that's a problem. He's talking about the UGA. This, he's obviously talking about the why, but it's, uh, again, you might argue, no, you might argue that, uh, that that they need because the government, uh, if they don't have the money for defense, and then the extra money they use to buy the, the both stadiums, they're using on Shabbos, uh, but you need it for the defense. So then it'll be a hefzid, and you have to do it anyway, and it's only Misayab is the not firmly supported anyway, and therefore you'd have that heter. Uh, perhaps if, if, if there's Eva, Dakir Shalom, when you, they are leaning on you, or you have this corporate matching grant, and you're getting back more than you're giving in, which I might as well discuss in the next shuva. How is this different if a guy stays in a hotel that's owned by non it's not a Jewish, not a Chilashan, it's not a Jewish Maizid. The why, open on Shabbos, is the why. This is the Jewish, uh, the JCC, whatever they call it. And yeah. Yes, the helping out, you get uh, he's running a hotel, I pop in for one night, I'm not really helping out, it's Chilashan. Here, this is a Maizid, you're a member, that's already a Chilashan, and maybe he's helping, maybe he's not, depending on the financial uh, layout of how they raise their funds. But he goes further. He says, Adaraba, first of all, is Machavram. Adaraba, Kol Tzitzaki, Sheafshalasas, Bayefin Shechon, Lasas, Apidini, Amadina, Levatal, Maisid, Kazef. Legally, you can get rid of the whole Maisid and shut it down. Even if it'll undo some of the good they're doing, if you can shut the whole thing down, you should. Amesha knew it wasn't happening, and you suddenly can't uh, deface the building, it's illegal, and you can't do anything about it. It's a uh, democracy. But Amesha says, Akadekach. To be involved in such a project with that Hashem going on is uh, is a big problem. That's Lagabi the Mesut itself. Tomorrow night, or actually Monday night, we'll see Lagabi the the Stockholm.